Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're talking week 14. It's an odd thing to say week 14, regular season fantasy football, but hey, with the extra week, there we are. Final week here, trying to get some playoffs for your team, so... Not as many questions today because I'm, you know, a lot of people might be out of it. Who knows where we're at? Or at this point, you're not necessarily out of it. You just know you got your guys and this is you got to roll with what you have at this point. I get it. Some of us like myself are going for playoffs and all three of our leagues were together in Jeff, our main leagues. I need I basically I'm can I I have good shot at the playoffs in all of them. I'm a favorite to make the playoffs, but I haven't clinched any three of those. So it's very frustrating. (laughs) It's very frustrating right now. I need, uh, I just need a good weekend, make the playoffs. Jeff, you need a good weekend to not have a punishment. So, well, yeah, that one. Yeah, we'll see. That the bottom is very convoluted in in our main league, which is weird. I think there's what four teams that are yep. all hovering around yep. there. There's a couple scenarios. You you lose, you might not have it. But if you lose and somebody else wins as well, then you might have it. But you if you lose that other person wins but another person loses you might not it's (laughs) yeah yeah, i I will say this it never is fun to be near the bottom but at least if you're in the bottom with you know it's not like we're terrible terrible teams i mean you know you get five and seven or whatever it is um it is fun to actually have something to play for so and it, it does you know attempts to keep people from trying to uh not care about anything um, what is yeah. actually, what is your outlook? Because we've done it multiple different ways. We've had a million different leagues together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the punishment is always, I, I know that you're always hot and cold on it because yeah. you're, you know, you're kind of like why, but the whole idea is to make sure people keep updating well, lineups, doing all this stuff. Is there a positive negative? What, what do you like? And I'm okay like? with punishment. I think it's, it, it could be a fun thing. I just, as long as people, I don't like when leagues go too nuts and make the punishments like really like, I don't know, don't, don't be. I don't want people to get tattooed because of it and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, that like is, I've seen, I've seen brutal. that. Like as long as it's funny, like we had yeah. a, we had somebody record a Christmas album a couple of years ago. They had to record a full curse okay. Christmas album and it just lives on. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it sounds corny, <laughs> but that was the best one. Yeah. Stuff like, like that is awesome. So yeah, I'm cool with hilarious. like just funny things like that. I don't, don't go too nuts with your punishments. Don't, you know, don't make people tattoo fantasy football loser on their body or something like, that's a little much for fantasy football. That's that's where I like shoot. I don't even know if I want to play if I want to possibly lose. But uh, hopefully, I make the playoffs. We'll see. Hopefully, I don't have any epic meltdowns live doing this show like I did last year when Zeke screwed me. We're about the one year anniversary of that. So, that like my favorite. That was the holiday for me. <laughs> that is. Um, we are right there. We're a w- one year away from. From that, let me look at the schedule here before we get into these couple of mailbag questions. I just want to see in my leagues, what do I got? Do I have some um, Sunday night football matchups at all? Oh, none of my players go Sunday night. Jeez, and I'm going to be done by after the four o'clock window. That's always kind of nerve wracking. Um, no, not in that league. Shoot, me and my opponent, we're both, we're done at the four o'clock window. That's a really, we'll know early. But okay. let's see. Let me see if I have anything else here. Um, we we got to have something going, right? No, shoot. Oh, there we go. I have Devonte Adams going on Sunday night in one of the in one of the other leagues that I need to win. 
Same thing. Let's see. And then the other one I have uh, Darnell Mooney. So there is some opportunity for me to be, you know, screwed here. We'll see what happens, but, or we might be finding out Jeff has a punishment to do. It'll be good times. <laughs> that would be, that'd be a rough blow out of nowhere. Uh, but but what is it? I think it's only the beer mile this, yeah, yeah, this time yeah. around. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. doable. You'll watch me puke probably, but that's all right. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. But, all right. A couple questions here quick. Not much, but well, here we go. Let's start us off da, 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 with sports fan too. He says, feels like I have the best team, but I'm only seven and six and must win. Man, I know the feeling. I'm seven and six must win. Okay, I, mean, I don't have the best team, but I feel I know <laughs> the feeling. He said, I had a good draft and trades, but I'm not consistent. He says, this is 10 teams, 10 team league PPR. He says, I don't know if I should drop anyone for this week. I don't have his exact roster settings, but here are his players. His quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson. He has Jonathan Taylor on bye. That sucks for this week. Zeke, Saquon, Daryl Henderson, A.J. Dillon, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, T. Higgins, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, Kyle Pitts. You know, just looking at those players, I don't think there's anything on the waiver wire that's going to help you this week. That seems to me like it would be – I don't think yeah, I can it's find a really it. solid team. Yeah, and, I can't find a scenario where you're finding a waiver wire guy that's at all. No, it's, it's not there. There's not a waiver wire guy for you. You roll with your guys. No, Taylor, yeah. that sucks. Quarterback, you're yeah. probably going Russ because Hertz is. I don't, I just don't see. I guess the only thing is there's the one option. What if Taysom's out there? Would you go Taysom over Russell Wilson? <laughs> it's so oh, risky. Who's, who's, his, who's his other quarterback? Jalen Hurts. We don't know if he's, we don't know what his status oh, is going to um, be. I think Taysom over Russell Wilson. If Taysom would say was a waiver wire, that's the only Actually, possible one. I, Taysom I think, over Russell. I think Wilson. I, I probably would do that. I have to look at matchups really quickly. So, but I, I know that Russell had Russ is playing um, at Houston. No, oh, Taysom. Yeah, no, Taysom's playing though at the Jets. They're both yeah. great matchups. I probably, I honestly would probably lean. I can't believe I do it, but I probably lean Taysom. I probably would. I think I am too. And I can say like straight up, this is a scenario I have in one of the leagues I need to win. I have Taysom. I have Russ. I also have Joe Burrow. I have three now. I've, but Burrow has a tough matchup though. Right? He's playing at San or versus San Francisco. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to lean Taysom. I might. I, I, I think that's what I would do too. And, and yeah. Russ, he had, I mean, he had a good matchup last week and, and he did fine, but yeah. Taysom didn't really do all that well and he still pulled i mean he you know how many picks did he throw he still pulled out a good fantasy production if he yep. hits on all cylinders i mean he he could be the the weak winner so yep. i i would take the risk and that i mean grit and bear it but <clears throat> yeah definitely all right Brady spaghetti he says are you taking jamichael hasty or deontay foreman in half point ppr this week he says i have to start one of them and i need the bigger upside so here's the here's the deal if if Elijah Mitchell, if Jeff Wilson aren't playing, there's the injuries. Hasty is the higher upside. I think you go Hasty. There's no healthy players on that team right now except for Hasty, which is just crazy. Why do the why do the San Francisco running backs continue to get hurt? But they do. If if Hasty is going to be the starter, I think you play Hasty. I mean, even if just one, if one of the 49ers backs are there, I think you play Foreman. So I think that's what it is. It's it's Foreman easily. If like Elijah Mitchell's playing, you're going you're going Foreman all day, obviously. But if Mitchell doesn't clear concussion protocol, Hasty could be a play. Yeah, is there anyone else on that roster that is going to compete for touches with Hasty? No, not if Jeff Jeff Wilson's hurt too. I don't we don't know his status right. either. There really isn't. No, they're just not. He's literally the only healthy back, I believe, right now. Yeah, so I, I would like that better. But yep. because he would have 
you're absolutely correct when yep. you say when he talks about upside, that, that is the the clear one where you're kind of like, okay, if those two guys are out, he definitely has a bigger yep. upside than Deontay Foreman. For sure. All right, brother coffee bean. He says, Will Swift come back? Probably not this week. Um, hopefully in a couple of weeks, but there's no guarantee because you I've seen this with the Lions. You could see it happening. They're not any good. Um, they could shut somebody down. It, I mean, what's the benefit really? If he's if he's if it's lingering, there's really no benefit to bring him back and hurt him no. more. At, at so this, at this point in the year, I would I would bench him. I would yeah. I would definitely I wouldn't I plan would, on him coming back. I wouldn't back. rush, yeah, I wouldn't rush him back. Probably won't be worthwhile for you know our end mm-hmm. for, for the fantasy yeah. playoffs. I don't see that you even might limit his touches. I would I would be very skeptical of of that situation. All right. He next says with Julio coming back, who should be my flex? So, so pick one of these guys or, or actually let's rank them. I don't know who his starters are so we can, let's rank these guys. Kadarius, Tony, Julio Jones, Chase Claypool, Jerry, Judy, Hunter Renfro, Michael Gallup. That's a lot of the same player to me. <laughs> I was like, wow, you didn't make it easy on us. Did you? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the first couple. Oh shoot. This is, this is like, that, just... I, I don't even have them in my head where I'm like, like these two for sure. <laughs> um, I, Julio, I'll be honest. Julio is not going to be in my radar to play. Even if he's not uh, until he shows something. No, I agree. Um, out of those. So it's like, okay. And, and same probably, thing with Kadarius, Tony, probably yeah, same like, thing. So when you have that many players. Why play the injured guy? Yeah. So it's probably, um, it's probably Hunter Renfro, Chase Claypool, Michael Gallup to me. Then Jerry Judy. I'm surprised that you're saying that about Jerry Judy. He's just, what, it, it's, it's just not happening yet. There's just not much going on. I'm just not, um, I'm just not no, seeing I would, it. I, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I yeah. know that he has talent. I just wasn't sure if you would go for yeah. his upside. No, not, I don't want to go for that. Right? I don't want, I don't, I don't want to. He does right have, now. he does have a good matchup this well, week, though. Judy, I remember because I like where Bridgewater was, was ranked yeah. from they're playing against the Lions. So, yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I like how I've completely yeah. cut the lines. Judy Judy Gallup is kind of the toss up, but it's to me. I'd actually go Hunter Renfro over Chase Claypool in my mind. Renfro has just been solid, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. Yep. I, yeah. All right. Says what should I do with Logan Thomas? Uh, cut him. He's he's hurt. It's not a it's not an ACL. It does sound like now it's not an ACL, but it's still in knee injury. Yeah, he's should, he's not going to be. Coming back anytime soon. Should I be confident enough to start Ertz? I mean, confident. It's a tight end, and he he showed a couple of weeks ago he can score some touchdowns, right? So I'm yeah. not confident in almost any tight end, but Ertz is fine if that's your yeah. option. You'd have to you'd have to compare him against another tight end before you you know, like yep. you said. And then finally, he says with the Daniel Jones injury, my only starters are Taysom Hill. Good job, man. You got Taysom. Yeah, Hill. Boom. love it, man. You're good. I've been telling you. We've been telling you to get Taysom. So he <laughs> it says took a, it took a little bit longer than we thought. Yes, you got him, man. You got him. But he says I have Taysom and Bridgewater. Should I move on from Bridgewater and pick up Dalton? Nah, Bridgewater. No, he no. Yeah, I'd rather have Bridgewater. Bridgewater is a good backup to Taysom yeah. right now for the yep. rest of the year. I should say for the rest of the fancy year. Yep. So I mean, you keep making moves. You got Taysom. There we go, man. Way to go. All right, final one from Fantasy Football Experience. He says, who are your top five running backs next year? So figure one, this show, let's look at some 20. Let's rank some 20. We're going to do this on the spot. Maybe we rank 10 even. Maybe we'll go, maybe we'll go 10 deep here. I'm going to sure. post this on the website. Well, I'm going to edit the website as I'm doing this. All right. I think I don't think we have to debate number one. It's Jonathan Taylor next year. I think Jonathan Taylor's number one. I, don't I think, would agree with you. I don't think it's a debate. I, I yeah. think, I mean, I think you would debate Derrick Henry, right? That That is a debate. I'm not going to say that it's clear cut like that because some people will not be scared off by the injury. I mean, it will be still, slightly. Yeah, a little bit, but the guy is still 
Jonathan Taylor has put on a show. Don't get me yep. wrong, but Derrick Henry is still fourth after missing, uh, you know, the <laughs> handful games since the injury. So yep. you know he was he was yep. you know above Jonathan Taylor until the injury. So if you do want to say I, I would still pick him over it, sure. But um, that injury scares me off enough where I say I'm going to go for the young buck that's already proven himself. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor as well. Yep, I'll go. Then number two is probably Derrick Henry. Then right? Yeah, I would, I would, I would risk the injury at that point and say as long as the prognosis is good. Yep. Uh, you, you know why not? Yep, I'm with you. All right, so one, two. I think we it's not too great. I think we got a pretty good idea of what we're what we're looking at there. Number three though is where it starts to get interesting. And I mean, I could throw on. some options. What do you got? You got. You got McCaffrey, right? You could talk about McCaffrey. You could talk about Kamara. You could talk about Cook. You could, I mean. You can go any direction with this one. I'm not even joking with it, too. If you wanted to, if you wanted to throw someone like uh, an Eckler or a Mixon up there right now, you absolutely could. And you could just jump over the the usual names, which would be yeah. McCaffrey, uh, Cook, um, Zeke, or um, oh, who is, uh, who am I missing here? Um uh, oh, like Chubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that is an interesting one. Yeah, number um, three. Me so I all right. I think oh, and Kamara. I was that's yeah. what I, the one I was trying to think. Of. I think I probably still gonna go McCaffrey. In my mind, at least. The talent's there. If he can stay healthy next year, he's gonna be a steal. Uh, yeah, I would. It, this one's a little tougher, but I would agree because they're being so cautious with him. Yeah. Um, he, is, you know, so he got hurt two years ago. This year he came back, he played, he looked really good when he did. As soon as he's injured again, they're like, we're shutting him down. It's yeah. not worth it. So, I don't think there, they haven't been like serious, serious injuries either. So shouldn't have long-term effects, but I'm, I'm going to go McCaffrey three. I, I would agree with you. Um, Number four though. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. This, this is where kind of like my, my whole thing came up. Um. I, I right now I, I truly am wondering: Is this finally the moment where Joe Mixon can be up here and you can? I I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm actually I I was thinking Joe Mixon. I feel more confident in Joe Mixon than I do like Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon. I mean, I'm going to say this: He's going to get hurt next week, but he yeah. doesn't seem to get as hurt. <laughs> Cook's yeah, there all the time, but yeah, I feel he's like taken a, a a lot of abuse over the years too, and he yeah. keeps on trucking. And finally, that team is in a place where yes. you can't just focus in on the run, and it's showing. I mean, he's he's ranked the number third overall back right now. He's and and besides besides for Jonathan Taylor, who's running away with it. Yep. Um, you know, Eckler is the only other person that's ahead of him, and and that role, which I absolutely love. You know, it, it's just not as uh, guaranteed as far as goal line touches and whatnot. I I'm, I think Joe Mixon's the guy there. So I did too. Unbelievable. I didn't did not think that even five weeks ago. To be quite honest, no. It just he feels like he's going to be a safe option at this point. I feel yeah. really good about it. All right, so we got we got one through four. But what about number five here? This is where it it. I think I go back to. Um, I think this is where I probably go back to. Uh, I'm probably leaning towards Delvin Cook. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, again, this is where I think you can get some value in maybe now. If you get Delvin Cook in at five, that feels pretty good next year. I, I'm, a, I'm on board with Delvin Cook there. And this is the one that gets really interesting for me because I think there's a, a handful of guys that you can make an argument for after Cook for me. Who would you have go? Is this number five or four? We're at, I mean, that was, five Cook was five. So at okay, six. Five. At six, who are, you, who are you leaning towards right here? Because I think we could go many different directions. Even, I mean, we haven't talked about Najee Harris yet. Yeah, Najee, he'll probably make the top 10. 
Yeah, he's I think, close I, here. I think he should. Um, man, I, yeah, I, I still feel like I want to go Camara. I, I I don't hate that at all. I, I think that you get your quarterback situation under control a little more. He's been hurt this year. Um, I already thought this was going to be a strange year for him. Yeah, he was still he was still very good in yeah. early on. So I would agree with you. I think this is where I would go Kamara as well. Yep. I like Kamara there. So then you got some, like you got Nick Chubb, you got Austin Eckler, you got Najee, Saquon, like, um, where (sighs) this is um, the one guy that I don't know. Aaron Jones. And I'll be quite honest is going to be Eckler. I think Eckler should come in here. Um, but he deserves to be in top 10 for sure. And, and right now I feel like it should be either be him or Chubb. I feel like we always under rank him. Um, Oh, without a doubt. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, injury really hurt him. I think you go Eckler at seven, Chubb at eight. I like that. Eckler seven, Chubb eight, probably Najee at nine. Najee nine. Yeah, I think then. Then do you go Saquon to run out your top 10? Do you feel any comp? Do you feel even like a top 10 with him? Other options would be. Yeah, I'm not putting Zeke in the top 10. Yeah, no, I laughed. It was just, I'm looking at it. Other ones are. Aaron Jones, but AJ Dillon, I can see AJ Dillon have a much bigger role next year. I'm not on, I'm not going to be putting AJ or Aaron Jones. No Aaron Jones, no Zeke. I'm trying to think of some other names here. Who am I missing? I don't, I mean, honestly, Antonio Gibson, probably not. He's, I mean, would beyond that. Would Swift? Swift is another option, but I don't think, I I don't know if he was sneak in there yet, but he, he's sneaky right now because he's 13th. You could go Swift uh, as, as of right now on a better team, hopefully. And Henderson. Not yeah. unbelievably, not as far off as we thought. I probably wouldn't put him in the top ten. Well, we got Acres back next year. Who who else am I? Oh, that's true. Ah, uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm probably gonna take Henderson as like that value pick yeah. because I've never seen anyone come off an Achilles injury and, and be worth anything. And I have a feeling everyone is gonna want to love on Acres. I think Henderson, even if he only drops five seven spots, I think he'll yep. be a good pick. Well, um, so I think for me, it's else that we're missing? not really, I don't think I, there's not really anybody here because then you got the James Robinson, the David Montgomery's, the Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, though Javante Williams could Javante Williams is going to be an interesting guy. Like he's, but I don't, I'm not going to put him there yet. Yeah. You can't put him in the top 10, yeah. but I do. I really do appreciate JK Dobbins. <laughs> I, I I can't, can't put him up there yet. Um, so to me, it's Swift or there's Saquon. Swift or Saquon to me. I think I think because of I think I gotta go Saquon. I, I love Swift. Saquon is too good. I it was another one that I, I didn't feel this year, and it wasn't because of the talent level. So I have to believe that the Giants will get their act together a little more. They yep. do have a lot of pieces in, in place, and and he's you know they're sitting him a lot, which was what I was worried about. Yep. Um, All so, right, so yeah, I, I think Saquon at number ten. Which once again, there's depending on. Where they go, someone is going to be a value just because you have no idea, right? You you take a little security over the talent, and you, we could take someone like Mixon, and he could either get hurt or whatever, and then Saquon could have uh, a year like his rookie, and then you're kind of like, why didn't we pick him in the top three? Yeah. But that's that's the danger of it. Who who are your dark horses to come out of nowhere and be in the top ten? Uh, next year that maybe we haven't talked about. See, I don't know if it's out of nowhere, but um, like I'd I really, mean, you, you, I, you could actually like, I like Javante Williams a lot. Like, okay. I really do. Um, I don't know. It, it, I think everyone's going to like him a lot. If he finishes out, if, if Melvin Gordon's not there, everyone's going to love Javante Williams. So that's not going to be even a surprise whatsoever. Um, it's it's going to be these like second year guys, like a Michael Carter, even he was starting to look good. Michael but Carter. Where, 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. There's uh, two guys in particular that I want to throw out their names and let me know what you're thinking. Um, first one is going to be Antonio Gibson. See, I think Antonio Gibson is, I don't think he's a special player. I think he's a good, a very, a very good player who's hopefully going to keep getting a lot of volume. And he's going to be, like, be top 15, top 15. He's going to okay. be like, yeah, that's where I, I, I can what, picture what I'm thinking too. I, I, I just you, don't, I, I can maybe see I'm being wrong, like 13th but, or something because yeah. of that volume. But yep. until I see it, put all of it together. But yeah. he is definitely showing something at the end of the year, playing through injury and, and doing very well. The other guy I do want to mention, I just want to get your thoughts on it because I think it's such a, a miraculous story. And I'm wondering if this changes the way you think about him at all. But James Conner has been unbelievable. I mean, he really has. Yes. I know that. Um, they, I, <laughs> yeah. And, and he's doing it when Kyler Murray went down. I get it. There's a lot of things you can put against him. He will not be in the top 10. He won't be looked at in the top 15. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a steal next year as well? Is he going to get the same kind of playing time? And if not, hard why to not? Say. Because hard I can't, to, it's hard I can't to say. tell you why. He well, wouldn't. it's hard to say. It really is. I don't, I don't know. It feels like they found something there, right? That's working. And they're, they're what, 10 and two. They're playing well. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I think well is an understatement. 10 and I mean, two and you, and you didn't have Kyler Murray for what? three? Yeah. Games? So it's going to be one of these players where he, I think he's going to be a value if he's there. If he's the guy yet again, a good chance. James Conner is going to be a really good value because he's going to get ranked in the 20s, in the low 20s. There's so many other players that people are going to fall in love with. These other guys are going to get up there. Like I said, Javante Williams is going to get up there. Michael Carter is going to go up there. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell, if he's if he's the back, like he's going to be up there. Like there's so many. Cam well, Akers will probably get ranked ahead of a Conner of people and, and Dobbins. And then, and then what rookies are coming into the league that people are going to fall in love with? There's not a right? lot. This That's the one thing. The rookies next year aren't going to be as interesting. Some of the top but prospects are like Brees Hall, and it just depends right. on the situation where they go. Not a, I was going to say situation. There, someone is going to fall into that role. Yeah, right? it all depends on where they go. That's where it's going to change because there's not going to be the guy that you're like, oh yeah, this guy's amazing. Because even yeah. I mean, this year Najee's the only one. Javante's coming on now a little bit. Well, we said he was the only but... one, but I was pretty high on Dobbins, and I thought ETN could have yeah. been really well. True, and I, I guess I guess Elijah Mitchell's a rookie. I forget about him. Yeah. He's been he's been solid, right? So, so I mean, it, it is kind of unbelievable. But it, yep. saying that, we all we already knew that Najee and especially him and Dobbins, yep. we were already pretty much. But what about the the one rookie from two years ago? I should say that completely fell off. Clyde edwards alaire can he come back? Can he make his name more relevant? Because he went from being like a top five pick yeah. to like a top 10 to like now he might not even be in the top 20. I, I think know. he can. I think he's a top 20 guy, but I'm not going to bank on him getting better than that. But, I, you know, I could see a scenario where they have to run a little bit more, though, too, the way the defenses are playing against them. So you could start to see them utilizing him more. Um, I just don't think he's a special talent either. He's, he's fine. And the offense isn't as explosive right now. So it's just not as great of a situation as we might've thought it was originally, but it's not going to be a bad pick. I don't think he's going to be a bad player to have next year. I just, he's definitely falling down. Like where you shoot, maybe you're going to get him like 22 or 23, even who knows. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Cause there's other guys we haven't talked about David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs and Aaron, mm-hmm. like these middle guys, but a lot of backs, actually. A lot of interesting backs. Yeah. Last one I will ask you about because I didn't, his name didn't even register when we we're talking about this list. Um, what kind of value does Cordero Patterson hold next year? <laughs> that's I, I know that's I know an interesting too, question. I, I know it's too early to really tell what Atlanta is going to do. But wow, they use yeah. him in the passing, they use him as a running back. I don't think he's going to have a home there, I think, in some capacity. And you yeah, have to think they have to, to rebuild. So they're not going to go out and get 
a primetime running back. I just don't see that. I mean, I, maybe well, but I think it'd be a terrible idea. I just like would worry that this was a one year flash in the pan because we, I mean, Cordero Patterson's played for a while. Yeah. And that's my worry is like, okay, yeah, one great year, but we've seen one great year from people before and you never do anything again. I'm sure we saw one. I mean, there's plenty of names. You can mention a thousand names that have had one awesome year and you never heard from, not heard from again, but they just never even came close to living, living up to that again. Patterson could be that. And because he has such a long, such a long history of just being a good gadget player, but not a everyday player, it just worries me. So I think I would, hesitate on him man i'm, I'm saying there's like probably like 30 guys that are gonna be in the top 20 somehow so yeah it's gonna well, play out well leonard fournette we haven't said leonard fournette's name yeah well he's and for me he's as long as tom brady's there he did really well this year and he, yeah. he usurped uh you know rojo for sure which wasn't a surprise to really anyone mm-hmm. but how long does that actually go he feels like he's been around forever i know he's still a relatively young guy but he's one of those guys that, you know, just takes a beating every time he runs the ball. It, it just, I, it feels very difficult to rank him too high. Because it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think he's going to be one of those guys you can get as a value again. So yeah. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Oh man. I can't wait for next year for, for draft <laughs> talk. I love it. You're just looking at all these different guys and I'm like, there is so much to wonder about. And uh, man, yeah. what if trades happen? What if people move around uh, running backs for the most part, it has not been good to sign any of them to big contracts. So who will take the big contract to go to a bad team? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do yep. that? Stevenson, Damon Harris, how's that going to shake out? Is you know, yep. It's going to be really, really fun to watch. And ETN and James Robinson, do all of these players just completely cut into each other's value? That's what I really want to know. How many guys are the guy? Uh, it feels like yep. it's less and less every year, and and next year it might only be like five. Yep, it's. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I can't wait to start talking about it. That's my favorite part of the year. <laughs> Without a doubt. So, all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.